we go to John chapter 8. Oh, sorry. And we're at um, 49 or 48. Then the Jews, John chapter 8, verse 48. Then the Jews answered and said to him, Do we not rightly say that you are a Samaritan and have a demon. Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father and you dishonor me. And I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks and judges. Now we, we, we did the bit about um, calling him a Samaritan and the fact that he did not respond to that because he said derogatory term okay but then he mentioned something in verse 50 i do not seek my own glory that's a very important thing to note because a lot of people every small thing they're clamoring for recognition for endorsement for promotion for acknowledgement this is something reserved for God to give. Mm. Our Lord Jesus said, I don't, I don't do that. There is one who seeks and judges. He evaluates every man's work. He gives them the exposure and the acknowledgement they can handle. You know, because a lot of people, they really can't handle a lot of acknowledgement. It will sweep them away. And I, I did say at the Antioch Bible study, See, everybody needs to look at that scripture in John chapter 13, from verse 30, verses 30 and 31. You know, how to obtain glory for your life. John chapter 13. John 13. And it's verse 30 and 31. Okay. The scripture said, having received the piece of bread, he then went out immediately and it was night. It's just so you can connect. So when he had gone out, that's Judas. When he had gone out, Jesus said, now the son of man is glorified and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him immediately. Okay, call it a three-dimensional glory. You see, when Jesus was set to fulfill his mission, okay, when Jesus was set to fulfill the God's will in his life, the central core of it, this is what he said about it. Now, the Son of Man is glorified. That is it. Glory comes when a man is fulfilling the will of God. That's what Jesus revealed. When God says you to, sends you to do A and sends you on the way B and you go on the way B and accomplish A, God is glorified. And, mm. and, and your life brings him glory. Amen. But you see, if they say go through B to do A, then you go through A and do B. There is no glory now. There is no glory. 
you have not followed what heaven is saying. So at the moment Judas went out to betray him, Jesus said, glory is come to me. Even though that glory is coming through a lot of pain and suffering, and he says, this is glory coming to me. Because, because I'm going to fulfill the purposes of the Father. But then that's not the only thing he says. Okay, Son of Man is glorified. Now, God is going to be glorified in him. That is it. So, the Son of Man is glorified by the cross. God is glorified through the cross. Two things already clearly stated. How a man can obtain glory. God is glorified when when you, you and I fulfill the divine agenda. Okay. But then there is a third one there. He says, God will now opt to glorify himself through you. You see, that's that's an unbelievable honor when God chooses to receive glory, you know, to glorify himself through what you're doing. Now, God is glorified in the world. God glorifies the, 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 the active active person. Then God takes glory through it for himself. That's awesome. I, I consider that the most awesome, that heaven, God is condescending to take glory through what a man has done. Yay. And then the Bible then finally concludes that by saying, and that that glory is going to be immediate. In our Lord Jesus Christ's case, it was immediate because soon after he died, third, three days, on the third day, he rose again. And that's unprecedented in human experience and history. You know, so, so God gave him glory, you know. So we, we, we people who seek to be glorified, I said, don't seek to be glorified. Seek to f- fulfill the divine will, the divine way. Glory will come. That's what Jesus reveals to us. Glory will come. So that's why he said in John chapter 8, I'm not seeking glory. Why should I seek glory? Just do what God wants. Glory will come. Okay? And it's so fundamental, you know, that you and I need to file that away in our own uh, uh, archive of life. If anyone, then in verse uh, 51. Okay. So remember that verse 50. said, there is one that's God who seeks and judges. Evaluates every man's work. Okay, most assuredly I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he shall never see death. Of course, you know um, what he was talking about. He was talking about the second death. You know, I think we looked at it briefly also. Then the Jews said to him, now we know that you have a demon. Abraham is dead, the prophets, and you say, if anyone keeps my word, shall never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who is dead? and the prophets are dead, who do you make yourself out to be? You see, when we are very existential, in other words, it's all about, you know, the world, you know, fame and fortune and all these things. When, then when they speak about heavenly things, we miss the cue, we're totally lost. So they didn't, have Jesus himself died, so he couldn't be talking about um, physical death. It's all obvious. <coughs> But that's eternal death, which is actually separation from God forever. You know, is what he's talking about. But if you follow what I'm saying, you will never miss eternity with God. 
Jesus. Jesus answered in verse 54, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing, absolutely. It is my Father who honors me, of whom you say that he is your God. So let us, let us be very careful about that. You know, people always, you know, self-aggrandizement in diverse ways. These are things to avoid so that you don't mess up what God is doing through you and for you and with you. Amen. So don't, don't, don't seek honor for yourself or, 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 or don't, don't, don't uh, persuade people in some subtle ways to honor you. No, no, all those things are necessary. But besides, honor by men is of no consequence. It's of no consequence. Because the third people that shout Hosanna um, uh, today, they will shout crucifying tomorrow. That's right. That is why honor by men is of no, is of no value, you know. So Jesus says, I do not honor myself. I do not seek my own God, okay? I do not honor myself, okay? It is my Father who honors me, of whom you say that he is your God. So we seek, again, he had said it earlier in chapter 6 that, we should seek the honor that comes from God. And that honor comes from God when we uh, follow him, live godly lives, pursue his will, fulfill it with joy, no matter what it is. That's how he honors us. You know, and I've always told you this, that if there is a, a man that is sick and there are three brothers, okay, or three brothers and three sisters, and they're praying for this man one by one. Then the, the sister, the last sister comes, lays hands on the brother that is sick, and the fever disappears. Okay, the body is normal now. What has God done? He has chosen to honor that person. <clears throat> when the others laid their hands, it didn't stop the fever. But when one person laid hands, We've made the fever to stop. That is it. That's how God honors people. Now, you can then turn around. The sister will then turn around and say, these other people don't have any anointing. Can't you see that when I put my hand, everything went. You see, that is the foolishness. <laughs> <laughs> because you did not do anything to deserve that honor. That's because right. God is God that chose to honor you by answering your prayer in such a wonderful and uh, 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 a revealing way to honor you. And so you should walk away in humility to say, Lord, I thank you for answering my, my prayer, you know. And to acknowledge that you are undeserving. So, so let us not uh, uh, seek the honor of men. No matter what you are doing and no matter how well you are doing it. Because once once you start on that road, it always brings ruin to everything. That's right. God has already said, I will share my glory with no, no one. Nobody. Yes. Okay. So, yet you have not known him, but I know him. And if I say I do not know him, I shall be a liar like you. But I do know him and I keep his word. I, I've often said that a man should be able to say, I know God, okay? 
this is the whole uh, point about Jeremiah. Um, is it 23.9? What does it say, Jeremiah 23.9? That's not 23, 9. I think, it's, I think, it's, I think it's 9. I think it's 9.23. Just one second. <laughs> the other way around. Yes, I think so, sir. <laughs> okay, 9.23. Let not him that those... Yes, yes, it's 9.23. It's the other way around. Let not the wise man glory in Yes. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might. Nor let the rich man glory in his riches. But let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me. That is it. We are supposed to be going around daily, increasing our knowledge of God, who he is, and the knowledge of his ways. You know, like Moses said, show me your ways and then I will get more favor with you. Exactly. You know, that's what Moses said in Exodus 33. Show me your ways so that I will find more favor with you when, when I follow what you're saying in everything. So, let him that glories, glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment, <clears throat> righteousness in the earth. For in these I delight, says the Lord. Mm. So, so the, the, the point is that we should know God through the word, through the word. You know, he revealed to Moses, said, the Lord, a loving, a great in mercy, loving kindness, compassion, but judging sin, not letting off the guilty. This is what constitutes the knowledge of God. You know, and the more you, you see these things, you collect them carefully and put away to guide you in your, in your life, knowing that, you know, this is, this is what God expects of anyone who has a relationship with him. That's the knowledge of God. <clears throat> and that's why you can say to people, I know God. Now, it does not mean you know all of God. No, you know enough of God to say you're headed in the wrong direction. You know, you're headed in the wrong direction. Because if you continue on this road, you will miss God totally because of what is revealed in the Bible. And so Jesus says to them, I know God. You know, I know God. I know his ways. I follow his ways. I follow his word. That is what shows that a man knows God. He does as God says. You know, and that's why you can say to him, do this. He says, ah, <laughs> I can't do that. You know, look at what the Bible says about God. You can't do that. You can't do that. You know? so, so there are so many things, you know, and that's why when a preacher comes to uh, the podium and says, I need a, a Bill Gates here. <laughs> I say, on what basis? On what basis are you putting up a man like that as a model in the church? You know, does he know God? Did he build his empire on godly principles? How can you put up such a thing? You know, so you see, sometimes preachers are carried away. You know, and and and. and and, and this is the sort of thing that, uh, that Jesus was talking about here. You, you, you don't know God, you people. You don't know God. You say he's your father, but you don't know him. Because if you know him, you won't, do so, you won't say such a thing. You won't say such a thing. 
you know. So we, 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 we have our Lord Jesus Christ as our model in everything. And let us not um, look outside of him because we will miss our orientation, we will miss our way, we will miss everything. That's why the Bible says repeatedly, keep your eye on Jesus, he's the author and finisher of our faith. He has so much glory, he has so much spiritual authority, he has so much wealth available to him. You know, or even though he lived simply, but when he fed the 5,000, you knew that he had everything available to him. When he fed the 4,000, you knew he had everything available. When he took money from the mouth of the fish to pay taxes, you know he has everything available to him. So, so-called uh, uh, measured success of man should not confuse us about the values of the kingdom of God. Amen. So we can focus on the things that matter to heaven and, and uh, continually, continually follow the Lord, no matter what is going on around us, no matter what parameters men are using to evaluate their lives, we must not join them. Amen. Amen. Okay. All right. Now, let us just finish this uh, chapter 8 now. 57 says, Jesus said in 56, Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. That's when he's referring to his pre existence. Okay. That the man that is standing before you is God incarnate. That's what he's saying. Then the Jews said to him, you are not yet 50 years old, and have you seen Abraham? <laughs> and Jesus said to them, most assuredly I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Wow. Then they took up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them and so passed by. So Jesus is speaking here about, our Lord Jesus is speaking here about his pre-existence. Before Abraham was, I am. <laughs> he didn't say before Abraham was, I was. Uh -uh. I am. I am. And you know, that will resonate with them because they know where that, word, that I am was used. Yes. In Exodus chapter 3, and Moses said, so when I come to them, who will I say sent me? And God said, tell them, I am sent you. Tell them, I am that I am sent you. You know? So when they hear that Jesus said, before Abraham was, I am, ah, they will say, ah, this man, <laughs> he's claiming to be God. I said, what, what, what did you think he was saying to you all along? So, so it's a revelation of the pre-existence of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, clearly. So that you and I can have faith in him. Like the Bible says, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. And then in John 1, 14, and that word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glorious of the only begotten son of his father, full of grace truth. Hallelujah. So, so let us have faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and follow him with all our heart because he obtained both the glory terrestrial 
and the glory celestial. And if we follow him, we too, we will obtain the glory terrestrial. And when we see him, the glory celestial. Amen. Amen. Amen.